Hey, hello everyone. Welcome back to Disney Co. In the Know Live. It is good to have you with us where we talk all things Disney amongst friends. So if you are coming, uh, if you have already seen our Disney Co. In the Know Live before, welcome back. If you are new, welcome. Uh, we we love to have new, new people uh, come on the show, chat in the comment section, and just join in on the discussion. So it is good to have everybody back tonight. Um, Monday night at 7.30 means it's time to talk Disney with friends. So I am your host, Bruce Beal. And tonight we are going to be talking about Disneyland reopening, Walt Disney World reopening updates, and and then I want to know what you are most excited for when the parks reopen. So um, before we get going, I want to say two things. One, that Disney Co. in the Know Live and Disney Co. in the Know podcast is sponsored by 407 and Beyond Vacation Company. Uh, Disney and Universal experts who help plan your family's perfect vacation. So all you have to do is show up, have fun, and create family memories. As always, our services are free to you. Visit us on the web at www.407vacations.com. And the other bit I want to say is, uh, excuse me, the, the, the other bit I want to say is we do have a bit of delay when we go on Facebook Live. So if I don't get to your question right away, I will scroll up. I'm about... Uh, 40 seconds ahead of a Facebook live recording here. So um, if I don't get to your comments or questions in the chat box, uh, please ask again. We do have Disney Co. in the know team members in the chat box. Happy to help and happy to ask some of the questions that they've been asked uh, since last week. So it looks like we have uh, Susan is back from North Carolina. Susan was on our show last week. So, uh, Susan, it's good to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Let me just move that on over here. Um, Susan, it's good. You are an all-star coming back for another night of Disney Co. in the Know Alive. So, Susan, thanks for being here. Um, and I'm sure I'm not going to get this uh, right, but Yanesca uh, from Philadelphia is also joining us tonight. Yanesca, welcome. I apologize if I am mispronouncing your name, but welcome to Disney Co. In the Know Live. It is good to have you and uh, happy to have you in the chat box. Looks like Casey is here. Casey is a team member uh, coming from Columbus, and Lydia is here as well. Hannah from last week is here, and... Um, it looks like UNESCO says she is going to Florida on July 16th. Um, UNESCO, we're going to talk about uh, Walt Disney World travel uh, starting, well, from now up until uh, into J July. So um, hang with us. We are definitely going to be talking about that, and uh, you can ask any questions that you have. Susan says we are paid to go December 1st, hoping it works out by then. Me too. Um, we know that this is a, a difficult time to have uh, reservations at Walt Disney World. With all the news that's breaking about when you can cancel, when you can modify, um, it is definitely definitely frustrating. But um, hang in there. News keeps releasing more and more every day. So, um, so Susan, Lydia, Rachel is here from Columbus. <sighs> Hello, Rachel. Good to have you back on, on live. Looking forward to a good discussion. So uh, let's just go ahead and start with a little bit of news coming out of Disneyland. So 
Disneyland recently um, announced that they would reopen um, starting in July. So July 9th, the downtown Disney district, which is, uh, if you don't know, Disneyland's version of Walt Disney World's Disney Springs, um, that's going to open up July 9th, which is pretty much on par let me get that off there, which is on par with how Walt Disney World opened with Disney Springs first, follow it, followed by parks and resorts. Um, Disneyland Park and Disneyland California Adventure, the two theme parks out there in California and Anaheim, will reopen on July 17th. So just days after the parks reopen at Walt Disney World. And then, as you'll see, guests with uh, reservations starting July 23rd at the Grand California Hotel in Disney's Paradise Pier will, uh, will reopen. Uh, you will notice that the Disneyland Resort is missing from that list. Uh, that is not slated to reopen with the other hotels, uh, most likely due to capacity concerns for uh, COVID-19. And, and so those are the two resorts that will be reopening then. Um, so, so good news coming out of Disneyland. I did also take a look at what was going on in Orange County, California to see where they are with the reopening phase. And it looks like they're in what they have as phase three. So, um, in fact, officials in Orange County have already come out and said that they will no longer require face coverings in public. However, they encourage it. So it will be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, with Disneyland's roles, um, I, I so far Disneyland has said that they are going to kind of use the same roles as Walt Disney World with the face coverings, social distancing, uh, lower capacity, and so um, it will be interesting to see if Disneyland's um, roles for reopening will vary from Walt Disney World. So that's the news coming from Disneyland this week. So it is exciting that they are uh, reopening again. Um, I'll pop this up starting on... Oh, hold on, a little technical difficulty there. Starting on July 9th and then um, the parks reopening on July 17th. So um, exciting coming from Disneyland. So if you are... are have a Disneyland vacation booked. Um, Disneyland is not taking new reservations or new ticket sales just like Disney. So this is for guests who have Disneyland reservations. So um, doesn't look like we have any comments regarding Disneyland. So let's cut to Walt Disney World. And before we get into kind of more of the updates regarding um park reopenings regarding COVID-19 precautionary health measures. Um, it has been rumored and seen that, let me grab my notes, that at the Lime Garage at Disney Springs, um, a new security screening system has been, has been tested. So, um, which I don't know about you guys, but for me, that is some of the most exciting news coming out of Disney um, other than their plans for reopening, because, um, I know that when you go through security that I personally feel that sometimes it can take forever. They search through your bags, they take things out, they put things back in, they take things out again, they put things back in. This new security system, um, uh, is called Evolve Express and is actually, uh, nonstop. So guests can walk straight through the security, um, screeners. 
They don't have to stop. I've heard that through the Lime Garage at Disney Springs that guests with larger bags were being checked. Um, but this new system has the ability to decipher uh, weapons from everyday items um, in bags and on persons. So um, this really should help facilitate the flow of not only guests coming into the park, but also will help with uh, physical distancing. So um, the new system Evolve um, Evolve Express, which I do do have a photo of. Let me pull this up so you can see this. Um, you just walk right through. It's almost it does remind you a little bit of airport security, and um, and it can distinguish. So that that that's pretty cool. I think that's definitely going to help the the flow of people coming in the park. We have at Disneyland, we have waiting security for uh, ninety minutes plus, and uh, well, at Disney World, those lines can certainly back up in a hurry. So. I think this is welcome news, although it might not be flashy. I think it's exciting. So, um, yeah, so Casey says that sounds amazing. It will, especially as you're entering the park and, and lines are low. So um, Lydia does ask, uh, any updates on the reservation system? Unfortunately, no, not yet. So if you're unfamiliar with uh, what Lydia is asking, Disney is implementing a new reservation system to get into both Disneyland and Walt Disney World that will require guests to have a reservation into a theme park. Now, this is in addition to um, valid theme park tickets. So, um, for those with vacations coming up, you will need to have a reservation in the park. These are efforts by Disney to lower the capacity. And, um, and so... A lot of a lot of our clients and a lot of uh, folks who follow us and listen to us are asking, "Hey, how do I make park reservations?" Well, we don't know yet, and Disney has not released that yet because um, that's going to probably be on the My uh, Disney Experience app. Um, but the reservation has system has not been released yet. So, so Lydia, unfortunately, no update on that front. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we hope to get there soon because the parks are opening up in now less than a month. So um, on July 11th. So uh, Hannah says, when does the Evolve security system go into effect? We don't know. And we don't know how widespread uh, its use is going to be. We just know that they are testing it now at Disney Springs. So um, hopefully it's successful and, <coughs> excuse me, does what it needs to do, and they can start implementing that at Disney Parks. So, um, let's, <clears throat> all right. So, um, with that, let's head um, continue with Walt Disney World reopening news. And I'll pull out. Let me flip pages here. Um, so, Disney last week announced that it is going to begin enhanced cleaning of rooms at the resorts. And so, they released this graphic here, um, which may be difficult to see. So, I will go through it. Again, um, I'm about 40 seconds ahead. So, if you have a chat, I promise I will get to it. Uh, feel free to chat in the chat box. It doesn't have to be a question. So... All right, so uh, the, you see here that they, they have this, this room layout with um, 11 individual spots that they are saying is going to receive enhanced cleaning. So the first one 
is the door handles, pulls, and knobs. These include um, knobs on dressers, doors, drapes, and furniture. So they're going to go back through. House cleaning is going to go back through that um, and make sure that those are wiped down. Extra good. The light switches and controls. That means on lamps, switches, and any other devices, those are going to be uh, enhancedly cleaned as well. Closet amenities such as the room safe, the iron, and the board will receive enhanced cleaning. The beverage area, right? Um, coffee maker, condiments, cutlery, anything like wrapped cups, extra cleaning. Bathroom fixtures, which I hope so, including the shower tub and all the amenities, including the faucets all the hard services, those will be uh, received the extra cleaning as well. So um, a couple, I'll just read the rest of the list real quick. Thermostat and electric controls, the bedding, electronic devices such as the TV and remote, hard surfaces and flooring, and clean and wrapped amenities. So if you uh, joined us on the show last week, you will know that we discussed um, Disney is you know, preparing for guests to return. And so with that, um, they are implementing several measures for guests. And in addition to the room cleanings, um, they are encouraging guests to check into their rooms uh, digitally on the My Disney Experience app, which means when you arrive at a Disney resort, you don't have to go to the front desk and check in. What happens is you receive a message through the app or you can get it through a text message. And they'll tell you that your room is ready and they'll give you the room number. You can just go straight to the room, use your magic band, use your phone, or, and go right to the room. So um, that is what they are encouraging just to minimize that cast member uh, guest interaction. So in, uh, in the lobbies and areas where there's high traffic, there will be physical distancing markings. So you can expect uh, floor signs such as this, you know, stand, stand behind here. Uh, and these will be about six feet away. Um, that way guests can very easily um, keep a, a safe physical distance. So, um, so with that, uh, hand sanitizer will be provided throughout the resorts and dining and recreation options have uh, significantly been modified. Disney is encouraging everybody to use cashless transactions, whether that be debit cards, credit cards, gift cards, um, or uh, Apple Pay, Google Pay. Um, they are encouraging that you do that just to minimize, again, that interaction and that handling of cash between cast member and guest. So um, Casey says, have they mentioned any enhanced cleaning around the park? I'm thinking of random benches and queues. Yes, they have. That kind of came out with the first wave of information when Disney announced that uh, the parks were going to reopen. Um, any high-trafficked areas such as stairs, handrails, elevators, queues, benches, tables will all receive extra, extra cleaning. So, yeah, not only is the cleaning going to be in the resorts and in the rooms, but also in the parks. So um, Lydia says, I love that check-in system. It is so nice. It is nice. Uh, I've used it in the past um, to avoid going up to the front desk, especially if you're coming in super late on a late flight or you're, you're pulling in late. Um, it's so nice to be able to just go to the room, um, drop your luggage off and either head to the parks or if it's late, you can already crash and you don't have to worry about checking in with anybody. So um, that is an incredibly nice feature to have. Um, it would, Casey says it would be fun 
if they match the safety signs with their corresponding areas, they very well could. Um, I don't expect it, but I, I agree. Uh, and just like the the masks that <clears throat> cast members will be wearing, um, it would be cool if everything is themed. I wouldn't put it past Disney to to theme those. Um, so I think we'll we'll wait and see. Uh, Chris. Chris, welcome. Uh, welcome to Disney Co. in the Know Live. It's good to have you. Thank you for your question. He asks, will the All-Star Resorts open with the parks in July? Um, in short, the answer is no, unless things change. So um, what we know now is that starting on July 20, or excuse me, June 22nd, um, DVC Villas uh, and Fort Wilderness Campgrounds will open to guests. Now, that is clearly before the July 11th reopening of Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, but the DVC Villas will open a little bit earlier there on June 22nd, but that does not include any of the other resorts. In fact, Disney has not released a reopening date for the resorts. So for the meantime, all we know is that DVC Villas are going to be open uh, for an extended period of time. So they have suspended new reservation and new ticket sales. And part of that is they are holding back on the reopening of resorts. So um, I see some of you in the chat box have reservations coming up. So let's address, address reservations. So if you have a reservation starting now until June 21st, and this is a lot of information, so this is a, a buckle up um, because here it comes. Um, from now until June 21st, if you have a reservation, Disney is offering a free, and I say free because there are cancellation fees, but they are offering a full refund on your vacation reservation. So um, the other option the, the other option is um, that you can move your reservation to another date in 2020 because as of right now, there is nothing available, no modifications, no new reservations for 2021. So you can move your reservation to another date in 2020, stay at a deluxe DVC villa, but you are responsible for paying the difference in price. So... Um, if you were um, staying at an all-star resort um, in those dates, then you would be responsible for paying the difference to stay at a DVC resort. However, if you have a reservation starting June 22nd when DVC resorts reopen all the way up until July 4th, um, so about a week, the, a little over a week there, um, you can get a refund or you can... Um, move your reservation to a later date in 2020 and um, to a DVC resort, but that is free. So um, kind of a big variance there between having a reservation between now and June 24 or 21st, excuse me, and June 22nd through July 4th. Uh, excuse my coughing there. I'm trying to mute it when it happens. So, um, so again, if you have a reservation June 22nd to July 4th, you can move or modify your reservation for a later date in 2020, and they will automatically just put you in a different resort. So, you know, 
Chris, if I'm looking into it, um, that means that you know the all-star resorts and other resorts are not going to reopen with the others, um, and that it could be a while before resorts reopen. Um, and speaking of you know resorts, we know that the ML, the NBA, and the MLS are going to play some their their playoffs and season games there at ESPN Wide World of Sports. It is rumored that they're going to be staying at Coronado Springs. So, if that is in fact true, um, don't be surprised if Coronado Springs is shut down um, even a little bit longer to accommodate athletes and their families. So. Um, yes, uh, Lydia, thanks. Uh, she says, ha ha, the silent cough is so sly. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to be uh, rude and cough right into the microphone. So, um, there, there may be a lot of sly coughs. Uh, I'm not sick. Um, just some allergies It is definitely that season for me. I don't know about you, but, um, but yeah, so, <clears throat> so Casey says, how are the annual passes looking for the rest of 2020? Yeah, so what Disney came out and said about annual passes is that all the time lost from the time of uh, park closing to park reopening will be tacked on to the end of annual pass, uh, to the end of your annual pass. So you won't lose any time. However, it could start to get tricky um, if you don't want to go down starting July 11th and July 15th. So, um, so yeah, that's all we know. Uh, the other thing with annual passes is they are giving back partial refunds. So if that interests you more than tacking on lost days, then that is definitely another avenue. So, all right. Um, Hannah, will you get to choose your resort if you move to a later date or will Disney choose? So, um, Disney is choosing. Um, that's what we have heard. Um, I can't confirm that, but what we know is that Disney will pick the DVC resort to put you in. So, um, and again, if your reservation is before, um, June 22nd, um, you have to pay the difference. If it's after June 22nd, but before, uh, and up until July 4th, then, um, it is free to you. So Rachel, um, I am booked in November at Art of Animation, hoping it will work out. Um, yeah, uh, me too, Rachel. I, I hate to see vacations uh, postponed. I know everybody looks forward to their Disney vacation. The family is excited. Um, you've planned it. Yeah, all we, uh, unfortunately, uh, for those guests and, and our clients who have vacations after uh, July 4th, we don't know what Disney is going to set forth. So um, I'm I'm hoping it works out for you in November at Art of Animation. Um, but I, and I know it's frustrating, um, but we won't know until a later date. So the other thing is Disney is notifying guests of their vacation options, but they are doing it with the most um, near on the calendar, the, the closest um, to date, excuse me, uh, of reservations. So if you have a reservation, I would say anytime uh, starting in August, September, October, November, you may not hear what your modification rules are or what options are available to you financially or for rebooking your trip, may, not until later. Because I think Disney is probably going to take the strategy that 
they're going to kind of wait and see as things progress. So um, if you've been watching the news, you'll know that the, the cases of COVID-19 in Florida have actually been increasing since Memorial Day. And so I think Disney's definitely has, you know, their ear to the beat on, on everything that's COVID related, especially in Florida. Um, and they could modify what is available to guests um, closer till. So, so Rachel, I hope November will work out for you and your family. Um, but you may not know what your options are until later on in the summer. So, um, Lydia, she says, OMG, so many logistics. I need a flow chart. Yeah, <clears throat> so do I. I actually wish I had one in front of me, Lydia. All I have in front of me is my laptop. So if you see me looking down, I'm looking at my laptop. Um, and then the, the camera above me. I wish I had this flow chart. I feel like um, Alan maybe in the hangover doing all the math in his head. I feel like I need to get a whiteboard out and figure all of this out. So um, if you see me looking at my notes or 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 whatever, you'll know there's just so much information with, with everything coming off Disney and, and rescheduling and, and what's available to guests on which date. Um, you know, it, it is just a lot. But while we're on the topic, um, you'll know that suspended indefinitely, well, not indefinitely, but suspended temporarily and what to what we know through the end of the year, um, fast passes will be suspended, dining reservations, dining plans, um, and most likely park hoppers. With the new park reservation system, you will um, unlikely be able to park hop. We have not got 100% confirmation on park hoppers, but it is so likely that they will end up canceling those and then just refunding you for your park hopper. So, all right, let's see what Susan has to say here. Susan, uh, again, it is good to have you back. Thanks for coming uh, back onto the show, back-to-back -back weeks. Uh, we like having regulars uh, on here and, and folks who, who are in the know. So, Susan, she says, with moving, all, moving of reservations from opening to the end of 2020, might we get bumped out in December? As much, Susan, as I would love to provide you, a, you know, a definite answer on that because I know how important your family vacation is. Unfortunately, I can't because even Disney can't at this point. They might have an idea of what they're going to do in the fall, but they have not announced it to travel agents yet. They have not announced it publicly, and I'm not sure that they know quite yet with <coughs> with everything going on. So, um. It is possible that reservations will be uh, even modified into the late summer, into the fall, you know, even into November. It's just one of those kind of wait and sees, which is so difficult to do with a family vacation. But um, that's just kind of the circumstances that we, we find ourselves in as travel agents and as guests with reservations. So all I can say is if you have a reservation like Rachel, like Susan, <coughs> excuse me, um, and like UNESCO, you know, keep up to date, follow us on Facebook and on YouTube and visit us at www.forestandvacations.com backslash in the know. That's where we post our blog, news articles, anything that's breaking out of, you know, Disney and Universal travel vacations. So, um, Casey says I'm on it. Um, Casey, I am I'm figuring out what that's in response to chat back in the box. Let me know what you're on because I am anxious to hear. So, 
Um, Casey's on, on to something. Um, I can't, can't wait to see what that is. So no magic ball to see the future, Susan. I wish, um, I could make a lot of money if I did. And, um, but unfortunately I, I don't, uh, have the uh, magic ball. And I also don't want to speculate too much. Um, I don't want to, you know, provide misinformation about the reopening of Disney world, um, so, so yeah, unfortunately, um, I cannot see into the future. Oh, Casey says he's on it with the flow chart. Hey, I would appreciate that. So, um, if you can provide me a flow chart with all this stuff, I'll tell you what, we will, we'll, we'll definitely post that for, for everybody. So I know Casey that you're joking, but I'm going to hold you to it. So, um, <clears throat> let's also talk about with, with COVID-19 and everything changing at Walt Disney World. <clears throat> we have also heard that there is um, that Disney is canceling the DVC resort resort um, reflections. So this was a construction project that had been announced at the D23 Expo, and um, and you know had already begun construction. Um, it was the the, the, the deluxe resort was going to be themed to complement its natural surroundings and proposed DVC villas that were going to be spread across different accommodation types. Um, but however, um, there have been reports that this construction has been canceled. So um, if you were looking forward to the new DVC um, resort reflections that were um, near Magic Kingdom, um, almost where River Country uh, once was, then unfortunately it seems that that project has been canceled. So, um, yeah, and, and uh, Lydia says, um, you know, no magic ball, but we need Madame Leota. That is true. Um, Madame Leota might be able to tell us what is what. So, um uh, you know, also breaking this week in Disney Vacation News, Disney announced that you can no longer um, no longer include airfare in your Disney package. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. So, you know, if you are an out of town guest, you could always add airfare to your your Disney package, and we could do that at 407 and Beyond Vacation Company. Um, but with everything going on, Disney says. No airfare in your Disney um, vacation package in 2021. So um, you will need to get airfare on your own. So um, Alex, Alex is back um, from last week. She says, I came on late. I might have missed this, but I'm staying at All Stars on August 1st. Could they move my hotel? Uh, yes, Alex. Um, if they are still <clears throat> implementing this plan of moving guests to DVC Villas in August, then the answer is yes. Um, but August 1st is kind of a month um, a month after their latest um, released plans for, for moving guests. So things could change come August. So unfortunately, it's one of those wait and sees. So... Um, but yeah, so Alex, good to have you. Um, definitely Alex and Susan are Disney Co. in the Know Live All-Stars. Um, it's good to have you a week, uh, two weeks in a row. So um, don't worry about coming late. Catch back up. Uh, you can rewatch this on Facebook. So um, 
Rachel says, thanks for all the info. I have to go off. I'm watching the rest of your video later. Hey, Rachel, thanks for joining. Uh, it's good to have you. Please join us again next Monday night at 730. Um, we'll discuss more Walt Disney World, Disneyland news as, as things progress. We'll probably have a new, whole new week of um, Disney news released on vacations. Um, but we're also going to start evolving this not only from a vacation Q&A and updates because we also have a weekly podcast that's released on Thursday nights and we discuss all of Disney, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Universal Orlando news. But Monday nights are specifically for you guys, uh, you know, our friends want to talk Disney. And so we are going to begin to evolve, you know, the Monday night show, not just from vacation Q&As, but to discussion about the parks what's your favorite things what advice would you give other um, vacationers going to disney and so rachel uh thanks for joining tonight and i hope that you are able to uh join us again on uh next monday at 7 30 so alex says <clears throat> excuse me thank uh thank you for checking into parking uh yeah alex that's uh no problem sorry that took me uh, a couple days to do and thanks for circling back uh, with me on that. Um, if you were, if, if you weren't here last week, Alex asked about, um, <clears throat> about paying for parking. If you are staying at a resort, um, the answer is no. So, um, so Alex, good to have you back on, on the show. So let's see. Um, I, we do know that, uh, this week that the gondolas, uh, the Disney Skyliner have been reattached to the cables and are in their stations. So the Disney Skyliner getting ready to, to welcome back guests and take them from park to park, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, into the joining um, resorts. Um, I did want to talk about briefly, uh, before we kind of move on a little bit, <clears throat> the... Um, the, the rumor online through the, you know, Diz Twitter, which, you know, is the Disney community online and, and on social media, that there's been a petition out there, and this kind of caught traction. It was on CNN, I think, also on Yahoo online, that <clears throat> people were wanting to change the theme of Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog. So we briefly mentioned this on our podcast last Thursday night, and if you want to take a I'll listen to that. You can watch it on Facebook, YouTube, or on iTunes if you're on the go. And um, I, I said on the podcast that I wanted to address my thoughts at, at a real high surface level on reimagining Splash Mountain. So a couple of folks reached out and asking if you know the validity, has Disney said anything, what my thoughts were on it. And essentially, my thoughts are this. Um, I think that uh, Splash Mountain, well, I don't think this. Splash Mountain is, you know, based and themed on Song of the South, a movie that I believe uh, was released in 1946. Um, and it had a lot of, of racial undertones to it and, and, and was, um, you know, offended many people. And <clears throat> they talked about, and that's what Splash Mountain is based on. They have modified Splash Mountain. Um, there's Br'er Fox and Rabbit and Bear. Um, and so it is modified from Song of the South. But what I will say is that, you know, Disney has modified or changed um, changed attractions in the past and rethemed them. And I think two things, you know, from this story. One, I definitely think that the parks would benefit more um, 
if they added more Princess and the Frog. It's a great soundtrack. It's a great story um, of you know an inspired uh, young princess who opens up her own bakery, has her own business. Um, it, it, it's just a, an overall great story, an inclusive story, and I would love to see more Princess and the Frog in the parks. Um, and no matter what side you fall on in the debate on whether or not Splash Mountain should be rethemed or should not, um, you know, Disney has not said anything or commented to, to my knowledge. Um, but I will just implore you to, to be respectful because the, the social media comments on, on this petition were, um, you know, extremely rude or disrespectful to, to people with varying viewpoints on the matter. So, um, regardless of where you stand on the Splash Mountain petition debate, please just be respectful of everyone's opinions. Um, Alex says, I love Splash. I do too. Great attraction, about 11 minutes. Um, you know, I enjoy it as it exists now, but if they change it to Princess and the Frog, I would not change myself to Splash Mountain. I will love 11 minutes of, you know, going down the bayou, listening to Princess and the Frog music. So, um, Casey says, that's my favorite ride of all time. It is a lot of people's favorite ride of all time. It is one of the premier mountains at the Magic Kingdom. So, Casey, you're definitely not alone with that. So, um, let's talk a little bit before we get into the things that we're most excited about <coughs> um, when the parks do reopen. So I want to know what uh, resort you, you're most looking forward to staying at, what attraction you're most forward to riding, which restaurant you are most looking forward to eating at when the parks do reopen. Um, but before we get to that, let's talk just briefly about the the amenities and the restaurants um, that are going to be reopening on June 22nd. So, um, at Bay Lake Tower, the Wave of American Flavors, the Lounge Contempo Cafe there in the lobby, and the Cove Bar will be reopened. Again, these are restaurants at the resorts that are opening up on June 22nd. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, Alex says, uh, oh, Casey, let me hit Casey up real quick. Casey says, 11 minutes of jazz sounds amazing. Yeah, uh, I certainly don't, don't disagree with you there, Casey. Uh, Lydia says, plus Princess and the Frog is based in the South. I feel like they wouldn't have to make two major updates to the decorations. Maybe. Yeah, I think it could definitely be a, a smooth transition if it ever, you know, transpired that way. So, um, Alex says, I hope to get upgraded to the poly wishful thinking. Hey, I'm wishing, I'm wishing with you. So um, I hope you get upgraded to the Polynesian. The Polynesian Village is one of the best resorts at Walt Disney World with great dining, which I'll talk to you in just a second. The rooms are incredible. The views and being on the monorail loop, um, the Polynesian is definitely a premier resort at Walt Disney World. So, so Alex, I'm hoping uh, with you um, that you get to, uh, you and your family get to stay at the Polynesian. So. Um, so Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, the Whispering Canyon Cafe will re be reopening, Roaring Fork, and Geyser Point Bar and Grill. And if you guys have not, um, ate at Geyser Point Bar and Grill, I do recommend, you know, taking a, a special trip over to Wilderness Lodge and eating there. It is out on the water, it is relaxed, it's outdoor, um, good food, good drinks. And so if you are looking to get, have a little break from the parks, and you want to go to a resort and eat, um, Geyser Point Bar and Grill is definitely a good place to do that. So, um, 
<coughs> excuse me, let's uh, let's look uh, further down the list at Animal Kingdom. When the uh, villas at Kadani Village reopen, Sanaa will be reopening. Uh, Kadani Breakfast at Sanaa, uh, the Lounge, and the uh, Maji Pull Bar will all be reopening. Um, excuse my looking down and doing this. I accidentally stapled these all upside down, so they're in the inverse order from the last one. Um, yeah, it's been one of those days. Uh, the Beach Club Villas, so Beaches and Cream Soda Shop, will be reopening on the 22nd. So if you are there, that's definitely a good option. Uh, Beaches and Cream was just recently remodeled and it is really pretty inside. That is just a great restaurant with American fare, big ice cream scoops uh, to take the little ones. So the kids definitely enjoy Beaches and Cream. Uh, the marketplace will be open and Martha's Vineyard will be open. Um, so yeah, so that's over at the beach club at the boardwalk villas. There's uh, a few that are reopening. Um, Trattoria Al Forno will be reopening the pizza window. Everybody likes a good pizza window. Um, and I haven't had dinner yet, so that is sounding incredibly good. Um, the Boardwalk Bakery, the Leaping Horse Libations, and the Abracadabra will be reopening. So not only just dining options, but a little bit of nightlife reopening over at the Boardwalk Villas. So um, let's just talk a little bit more at Fort Wilderness. Uh, PJ, P and J's Southern Takeout, the Meadow Snack Bar, and Crockard's Tavern will be reopening. Um, at Old Key West, Olivia's Cafe, Goods Food to Go, and the Gurgling Suitcase will be reopening. And at the Polynesian, this one specifically for you, Alex, the, the Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, Kona Cafe, which is one of my recommendations, especially for breakfast. Uh, Kona Cafe really puts on a great breakfast. Captain Cook's, which is a quick service. Pineapple Lanai, go get your Dole Whip there um, and sit by the sit by the pool and then the barefoot pool bar um will also be reopening so lydia says she has so many great memories at beaches and cream it is definitely a place to take the kids for sure so mm. so um lastly disney's riviera resort will open topolino's terrace flavors of the riviera and the, the reason I definitely want to uh, make mention of this is this is the only character dining experience that will be reopening in the foreseeable future. So uh, I imagine, you know, at, at Topolino's Terrace, the, the characters come out and do a little bit of a performance. I imagine they will continue their performance, but uh, will not go around and meet with guests and kids um, just because of that close contact between cast member or, excuse me, character and guest. So, um, Alex says, yeah, me too. In referring to beaches and cream, I got the kitchen sink there one time. Also, when I was seven, I danced with the Hula girls on stage at a oh, luau party at the poly. Well, that sounds like a great trip when you were seven. Um, the kitchen sink, if you have not seen the kitchen sink before, this thing is massive. It is just scoops and scoops and scoops, um, of ice cream with, uh, various toppings. So, Definitely one uh, for that photo op with the kids. So, uh, yeah, and, and Lydia says, the oh my God, or, or OMG, that kitchen sink is insane. I need to take on that challenge. Um, 
And, uh, and then Lydia realized that she replied to herself, Lydia, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, that's what we do in the chat box here. Uh, Disney co in the no live. We talk amongst ourselves with Disney friends, but we also reply to ourselves. So we have about 15 minutes left of, of this episode of Disney co in the no. And I really want to open it up to you guys on what it is that you are most looking forward to when the parks reopen. So um, I know we're a little bit delayed, so I will start first and then I'll look to the chat box to see um, see what you guys are saying you're most looking forward to. So when, when the parks reopen and the resorts reopen, um, and we will say this hypothetical is when everything's reopened, not just the, the DVC villas or the park reservation system. Um, I am looking forward to staying at the Yacht and Beach Resort one of my favorite resorts on property. The location is, you know, second to none. It is right there at Epcot's World Showcase. You can walk over for dinner. You can walk over in the morning for breakfast. Um, I love walking over in the morning and getting breakfast at the France Pavilion. I love walking around after the night show, um, wh whichever one is, is active um, at that time. And, you know, having dinner, having drinks, and walking back to the Yacht and Beach, not to mention they have Stormalong Bay, you know, arguably the best pull on property. I'm also excited about getting back over to the Polynesian Village. Um, I just absolutely love that resort, and it seems like Lydia and Alex, you guys do as well. Um, another resort that I'm excited about is uh, getting back to the to, to Riviera. So um, th this resort is just so clean. It's there on the Disney Skyliner. It's right next to Disney's Caribbean Resort, and um, just because it's so new, um, I'm looking forward to getting back there and staying there again. And lastly, uh, my fourth resort that I'm looking forward to getting back to is Coronado Springs and staying in the Grand Destino Tower. If you have not seen Grand Destino Tower yet, this thing is magnificent. It is beautiful inside. It feels like you are staying at a deluxe resort, but at a moderate price. So um, I'm looking forward to staying at Coronado Springs Grandestino Tower. So, um, oh, Susan says, hey, got to go. See you next week. Susan, thanks for joining us. Um, as always, it's good to, good to uh, see you here on the show. Um, can't wait to see you next week and uh, for you to be in the comment box. So, Susan, have a good week, and we'll, uh, we'll see you on Monday. So... Um, Alex says, trying to get Topolino's reservations. Yes, yeah, it, it is, <clears throat> excuse me, it is a terrific restaurant. You, uh, if you, if you can get reservations there, good for you. Um, because, uh, and if you do let us know, because I will be absolutely pumped for you and your family. Um, if you get reservations there. So, um, Casey says he's going to cry when he goes back to star Wars galaxy's edge. Casey, I cry every time I go into Galaxy's Edge. Um, you don't even have to be a Star Wars fan to appreciate Galaxy's Edge. Um, and I'm saying that to everybody else because Casey is one of the uh, world's biggest Star Wars fans. So um, with authentic food and shopping and then Smuggler's Run and Rise of the Resistance, you know, it's arguably the best, one of the best lands in, in Orlando. And that's up against, you know, the Wizarding World at Universal Orlando, Pandora, Disney's Animal Kingdom. So, so Casey, I don't blame you. Um, Alex says, excited to see the fireworks and parades again um, for my daughter to see her first fireworks. Yeah, fireworks and parades, people have a tendency to focus in on the attractions or the big attractions. 
Um, but I think it's the fireworks and the parades that kind of lead to the to the most memories. Um, you know, families gathered around watching the parade, watching their favorite characters come by on floats, uh, waving to their favorite Disney princess, and then the nighttime shows at Disney, particularly at Magic Kingdom. Happily Ever After fireworks is, it, it's unbelievable. So, so Alex, um, you know, I don't know when fireworks and parades are going to reopen. Um, those have been part of uh, the items or modifications at Walt Disney World that are temporarily suspended. So I hope in August um, those are starting to reopen and you and your family can experience those again. So um, let's see. Uh, Lydia, <clears throat> I can't wait to resort hop and check out all the lobbies. I love that. Lydia, That is, it's funny that you say that because we recommend that that clients and guests do that on an off day. If they're, they're at, at Walt Disney World five, six, seven days, but they only have four-day park tickets, um, especially with the park reservation system coming out for, you know, 2020, um, resort hopping is just a fun way to go see all the lobbies and try out different food at all the different resorts. Um, you know, resorts at Walt Disney World um, are an attraction amongst themselves. So, so, Lydia, I think that's definitely sound advice. All right. Um, let's see. Looks like Hannah is excited to see um, Galaxy's Edge as well. Alex says, um, and to see Toy Story Land, gotta run. Thank you for everything. See you next week. Alex, yes, Toy Story Land is terrific. It's a lot of fun for the kids. It's a lot of fun for the adults. Um, Slinky Dog Coaster is a lot of fun. So, um, so Alex, thanks for joining again. Um, you and Susan are definitely all stars on the show. So good to have you. Thanks for being here and definitely see you next week, uh, Monday at seven 30. So, um, Hannah says talking about resorts, do you think COVID will have an impact on the building of the galactic star cruiser? Ooh, that is a good question, especially with the news breaking about, um, the potential cancellation of the DVC reflections resort. Um, Hannah, I, I doubt it. Um, I don't know for sure, but I would say that the Galactic Star Cruiser may be one of the, the last projects that would ever get the ax. Um, I think there's too much potential, too much potential for revenue, um, for, for them to <clears throat> cancel the Galactic Star Cruiser. And I think they're pretty far along as well. Um, so yeah, so I would say... We're probably pretty safe with the Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, and maybe it's delayed, but I, I really would doubt that it's canceled. So, um, Casey says, as someone who's new to Disney World, the fireworks and shows are one of the things I miss most about Disney. Yeah, it, <clears throat> like I said, it's definitely where memories are made for sure. So, um, I'm hoping that there's a safe way to bring those back as soon as possible. Um, Alex, uh, before she leaves, she says, I don't hold out much hope for my August trip. Um, Alex, I, I really hope you and your family get to go, but you know, I would, I would say, uh, a little bit of caution in, you know, getting the kids all amped up and excited just because there's so many modifications and cancellations of things going on right now. 
Um, I also had my daughter's haircut at the Harmony Barbershop that got canceled. That That's a bummer. Planning a trip for December 21, 2021 to take uh, her back for a haircut and the fireworks. Can I plan through 47 and beyond? Yes, you can. Um, we would love to help you and your family plan your perfect family vacation. So um, reach out to us. Visit us on the web at www.407vacations.com. Um, you can also send me an email at bruce at 407vacations.com, and uh, we can definitely help you rebook and schedule your your trip. So just so um, everybody knows, um, right now Disney is not allowing modifications of current reservations. Um, guests can either cancel or wait to modify at a later date. So for Alex, for you, because you're not until August 1st, <coughs> excuse me, you can uh, take the wait and see approach and um, cancel or modify at a later date. But Alex, uh, we would we at uh, 407 and Beyond Vacation Company would love to help you and your family out. So um, Lydia says, those shows make me ugly cry. Uh, happily ever after, um, a lot of people didn't like it, um, it coming or proceeding wishes fireworks show, but I think they're better. Um, and when they start playing, you know, Hercules go the distance and, and show all the family scenes, um, and they play, you'll be in my heart. Uh, yeah, we all ugly cry Lydia and it's okay. Cause, uh, we are a Disney and it's okay to admit it here. Cause we are all Disney friends. So, um, restaurants that I am excited about going to when the, Parks and Resorts reopen fully. Kona Cafe um, at the Polynesian Village Resort. Ohana, the family-style dining at Polynesian. So a lot at Polynesian right now. And just like Alex, uh, Topolino's over at the Riviera Resort. I'm most looking forward to going back to those restaurants. Those, to me, are the ones that just feel incredibly Disney. Um, and that is definitely what I am craving right now. So not the food, but Disney. Well, the food also. So... Um, let's see. Um, yeah. Lydia says, oh my God. OMG. I keep saying that. Um, OMG. I loved it. That's the one that made me super ugly cry. Yeah. Um, she's referring to happily ever after great fireworks show. Um, videos are, are fun to watch on YouTube, but nothing does justice that show justice. You got to see it in person for sure. So are the restaurants, uh, that folks in the chat box, um, are excited to eat at when the parks and resorts reopen. Um, Lydia says, I can't wait for the Plaza restaurant. Uh, the Plaza is a gem. Um, if you can get into the Plaza restaurant right off of Main Street USA at the Magic Kingdom, that is definitely a restaurant that I eat at every time. So Magic Kingdom is not... Um, does not have an abundance of really great dining options, but the plaza is one of them. So if you can get into the plaza, I highly recommend it. It is a small area. Um, it is a, a kind of a small restaurant, but it is just so authentic and um, so authentically Disney. You, you got to try the plaza. Good food too. <clears throat> Casey says, can't wait to go back to the Blue Bayou someday. The, the Blue Bayou is in New Orleans Square over at Disneyland Park, and that is a good restaurant as well. Good food, and is situated in the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction. Um, it is dark, it is quaint, uh, and it feels like you're eating in the bayou. So, um, so Casey, I'm with you. I will join you there for sure. So, 
Um, some of the attractions I'm most looking forward to staying at when, when everything reopens, um, definitely Rise of the Resistance. You know, that that's a no-brainer. That attraction is the best attraction in theme park right now. <clears throat> Flight of Passage at, at Pandora and Animals Kingdom is a, a top attraction. Um, and the queue is 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 just absolutely excellent. Um, and then some of the classics for me are what really has me excited um, when the parks reopen, just to get that like original, authentic Disney um, in my blood. And that's the Haunted Mansion, the People Mover over at Tomorrowland, Kilimanjaro Safari over at Animal Kingdom is one of the top attractions on property that almost like nobody talks about. Um, if you're, you you don't know that about this attraction, you take a safari bus through the you know the wild and you see all of these great animals and hyenas, uh, hippos, um, lions, alligators. Um, it, it, and the attraction is never the same twice because the animals are doing different things. So, um, so yeah, I'm so excited to get back to Kilimanjaro Safari. Also, um, Expedition Everest, Smuggler's Run, and Soren. Those are kind of all of those top attractions that really make me feel that I am back at Disney. Um, Hannah says that she's excited to go to Casey's Corner. It's such a classic, you know, to get a hot dog there on Main Street. And of course, our, our team member Casey has to say, oh, thanks. Because um, I'm pretty sure that Casey's Corner is named after our very own Casey. So um, yes, that, that is true. It, it is named after him. Um, Lydia says, the Haunted Mansion, I just finished so many Imagineering books about it. Yeah, that is that is classic. I don't know if it's my favorite attraction at the Magic Kingdom. Um, it probably is, but um, it it is Th that attraction. Anytime you stand in line and you get to go on that attraction, um, it's just one of those feelings of yes, I'm at Disney. I am here, and um, it's just a lot of fun. Um, it it's a little bit scary if you have little ones, but it is more of a, a playful scary, especially the, uh, the last scene in the graveyard. So, um, so yeah. And then Lydia says that Soren music, uh, heart. Yes. Uh, Soren is so much fun and the music is very exciting, uh, in the queue. So I love, uh, living with the land as well. That's another one of my favorite attractions. Also one of those attractions that not a lot of people say is their favorite, um, but I am excited about living with the land as well. So the land pavilion has a lot, lot to offer. Uh, two dining locations, garden grill, sunshine season, seasons, excuse me, and then two really good attractions, soaring downstairs and living with the land. So land pavilion is a must do at Epcot. So with the remaining, um, couple of minutes as people are typing in the things that they are most looking forward to in the chat box. I did just want to say that news did break that Disneyland Hong Kong um, is going to reopen on June 18th. So we have additional news about international parks reopening as Hong Kong, Disneyland Hong Kong is set to open June 18th, which is in three days. So, um, that reopening up coming up quick. Um, 
And yeah, so what I wanted to discuss in the last couple of minutes is uh, Universal Orlando. They have been open since the beginning of June. Um, they are st still have the mask requirements, the physical distancing requirements. It looks, it is open to the public and it does look like attraction uh, queue times have been fairly low. Um, I have seen a lot of people happy with the physical distancing that's taking part in the, in the parks um, and the mask wearing. So uh, it seems like good news coming out of Universal Orlando. And, excuse me, in addition, Universal Orlando is building a new uh, roller coaster, uh, Jurassic Park roller coaster. And so lots to look forward to when um, when you get to go to Universal Orlando as well. So um, the last comment of the night, Lydia says, OMG, I've never seen the Hong Kong castle. It is amazing. It is amazing. It is big. Um, it kind of shrinks other castles, but that's okay. It is so beautiful. And if you get the opportunity, head out to uh, Disneyland Hong Kong. Um, it's a great park with uh, really cool, um, really cool attractions. So that'll do it for uh, this week's Disney Co. In the Note live on Facebook. Uh, please join us next Monday night at 7.30. Um, we'll be live again talking more about your favorite things at the parks. Um, we will all send out um, a, a, an event on the, the calendar on Facebook so you know. Um, I'll also put details in this posted video. If you have any questions, please put them in the comment section in the video below. And one way that you can definitely help us out is by giving us a thumbs up on Facebook. That helps you stay up to date on all the Disney and Universal news. We post articles there from the blog. Um, so you stay up to date. If, if you want more news, Thursday nights, um, YouTube and Facebook and iTunes, if you are on the go, um, where we talk about um, the latest Disney and Universal news, including Disney Cruise Line, Adventure by Disney, Alani, um, and more. So please give us a thumbs up. Um, that helps us and it helps you stay in the know. So, so guys, thanks a lot for joining. Again, Look forward to next Monday night, seeing you guys in the chat box, having a fun Disney conversation with friends. So stay well, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.